former President Donald Trump got angry in court yesterday. Rent across the U.S. is still too darn high, and NASA's little helicopter that could has finally taken its last flight. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Christina Quinn. It's Friday, January 26th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Number one, Alabama carried out the world's first known execution with nitrogen gas. Kenneth Eugene Smith was convicted in a 1988 contract killing of Elizabeth's Senate. Last night, he was put to death and became the first prisoner known to be executed using a controversial method known as nitrogen hypoxia. The execution was preceded by months of legal battles over whether it was constitutional to use nitrogen hypoxia in capital punishment. Human rights advocates had argued that the method could amount to torture. After Smith was declared dead, the son of the victim, Mike Sennett, had this to say. Nothing happened here today is going to bring uh, mom back. Nothing. Uh, it's kind of a bittersweet day. We're not going to be jumping around, hooping and hollering, hooray and all that. That's, that's not us. But uh, we're glad this day is over. This method could become more common in the future. States are finding it increasingly difficult to obtain the drugs needed for lethal injections. Of the 27 states that still have the death penalty, three states, Alabama, Mississippi, and Oklahoma, have approved nitrogen hypoxia as an alternative. Number two. Donald Trump briefly testified in his civil defamation trial. This is the trial that will determine whether the former president owes additional damages to the writer E. Jean Carroll. She says Trump defamed her after she spoke out about him sexually abusing her. Carroll was awarded $5 million in damages in a previous trial against Trump. Yesterday, the former president took the witness stand in a New York federal court. He was visibly angry and only spoke for about three minutes. He didn't offer much in the way of evidence, and he complained before and after testifying that the judge was being unfair to him. Later in the day, Trump walked out of the courtroom in a huff, declaring, this is not America. The trial is scheduled to resume today with closing statements. The UN's top court is set to rule on ordering Israel to halt fighting in Gaza. That's our third story. The International Court of Justice will decide on South Africa's request that the court order Israel to suspend its devastating military campaign in Gaza. Its decision is expected to come sometime this morning. A ruling against Israel would significantly increase pressure on the country to agree to a ceasefire. But while the ICJ's rulings are legally binding, enforcement can be tricky and the rulings can be ignored. The court will not be ruling today on South Africa's allegation that Israel has committed genocide in Gaza. A verdict on that could take years. At number four, rent has never been less affordable. A new study found that half of American renters, a record 22.4 million people, spend more than 30% of their income on housing. That's the benchmark for when experts say rent becomes too high for people to comfortably afford. This is having a huge impact on people's monthly budgets and the national economy. Rent remains the nation's main driver of inflation, 
Other causes of rising prices have improved, but housing costs are still much higher than they were before the coronavirus pandemic. There was some good economic news yesterday, though. New government data shows that the U.S. economy grew by 3.1% last year. It's fresh evidence that federal policymakers have managed to bring down inflation without major repercussions for workers or the economy. At number five, former WWE chairman Vince McMahon has been accused of sex trafficking. For decades, McMahon was one of the most recognizable faces in professional wrestling, but he retired from his roles as chairman and CEO of WWE in 2022 after he was accused of sexual misconduct. And yesterday, a graphic lawsuit detailed some allegations against him. Former WWE employee Janelle Grant alleged that McMahon promised her career opportunities while sexually and physically abusing her. She also says he sexually exploited her to men inside and outside WWE, including a wrestler the company was trying to recruit. Grant now wants to void a non-disclosure agreement she said she signed in 2022. A spokesperson for McMahon, who was the executive chairman of WWE's parent company, said he will, quote, vigorously defend himself. At number six, thick fog is blanketing much of the country. Parts of 27 states were under dense fog advisories yesterday. The advisories covered much of the Mississippi Valley, from Iowa down to Louisiana. And the fog shrouded many major cities, including Dallas, Cincinnati, and New York. The U.S. hasn't been this foggy for at least two decades. It's largely the result of a storm dragging moisture from the Gulf of Mexico over a layer of cooler air left behind by last week's Arctic blasts. But it should clear up soon. A new storm system is set to sweep from the Mississippi Valley to the East Coast by the weekend. And at number seven, Ingenuity. NASA's plucky helicopter has taken its last flight on Mars. This little drone first took to the skies in 2021. NASA was planning to fly it just five times over a period of 30 days. Instead, it flew 72 times. This was an extraordinary feat considering the Martian atmosphere is just 1% the density of Earth's, making it difficult to generate lift. But on its most recent flight, one or more of its blades was damaged, and Ingenuity can no longer get off the ground. Its place in the history books is already assured, though. It was the first aircraft to make a powered-controlled flight on another planet. And over its dozens of flights, it became an important tool that helped NASA to map Mars from above. In its announcement yesterday, NASA said Ingenuity was still in communication with controllers on the ground. So even though it can no longer fly, at least it's not lonely. It's just a call away. All right, that's the show for this week. By the way, we love hearing from you. If you're listening to The 7 on Spotify, please rate the show. And if you listen to us on Apple, you can write the show a review. Tell us what you think. The assistant producer of The 7 is Taylor White. The staff writers are Jamie Ross and Hannah Jewell. John Taylor is our editor. Additional editing by me, Christina Quinn. Copy editing by Francis Moody and Melissa No. Mixing and sound design is by Jim Briggs and Justin Garish. Our theme music is by Edith Mudge. Our director of audio is Renita Jablonski. I'm Christina Quinn. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. We'll meet you back here on Monday.
Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen.